0: So I ended my last podcast um, talking about the first time I smoked weed, and as I was sitting there listening to that episode, I noticed that I, I went from giving an overall summary of my earlier years and went into this one focal point where I got very much into detail. And it's... From the outside in, I guess it could look at like I was glam- glamorizing my experience with, with drugs. But in actuality, I, I wanted to emphasize the transition and what was a culminating point of my upbringing as a youth into my teenage years going back, one thing I wanted to touch on was talking about when I was breakdancing, when I was dancing. That, for me, you know, people always say, you know, man, if I knew then what I know now, or I only regret that I didn't get a chance to do this, or if I would have just took advantage of that, and for me, that's what breakdancing was, uh, it was a way to build camaraderie with people that liked what I liked, which was dancing. It would have allowed me to explore my physical capabilities, which I didn't discover till much later, which I'll you know, go into it, um, you know as I progress. Uh, and it would have given me a positive outlet. Especially for something that I enjoyed doing and that I was actually good at see growing up, I didn't play sports I didn't uh, my academia was it was okay but I didn't take full advantage of things like I didn't join uh, scholarly clubs um, I didn't I didn't participate in sports I was very non-athletic so I felt very uh, very much outcast, you know? And I always had this feeling like I wasn't good at anything. I wasn't good at anything. Like, that's how I felt. When I got into breakdancing, I just gravitated so quickly to it and I started to really excel at it. I would put in hours upon hours i would just record every dance song i could get my hands on i would try pop locking i would any any opportunity i would perform at 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 dances or at parties you name it i was always out there trying to represent who i was i got so good from my level at least that i actually linked up with the crew called ald a little demonstration there was two of my other partners there, and there was a couple other dudes and we we had our own group that uh that was good you know we would go to we would go to we would go to parties we'd go to dances and we would battle people and I remember one battle in particular there was this one guy who Thought he was real good, and at the in hindsight, I feel real bad because homeboy was by himself. But like our whole crew smashed on that dude. Uh, like there was one guy that started out; he wasn't that good, and he, uh, you know, he started representing. And then I go out there, I start doing my thing, I'm just tearing him up, and uh, and then my other homeboys go out there, they start tearing him up, and it was just like an evolution of people. That like just got better and better and better, to the point where he didn't even want to battle. And then at the, and and at the time, you could call it like beef. It was like beef. Like you don't just come into the school thinking that you're you're the best thing since sliced bread, and then you all of a sudden try to call us out in the circle, dude. We're gonna smash on you, and and that's exactly what happened. But. You know, over the years, it, it transcended into actual, like, like real battles, like, real fights. Like, sometimes there were people that would just actually get into it and just start throwing blows. Uh, but that was because they didn't like each other or because somebody might have hollered at, a, at one of their girls or something like that. But that, for me, was a positive outlet that I, I wish I would have pursued. Because, I mean, yeah, I might have given it up, but it would have put me in tune with other um, other things that I've liked such as music uh, which is a whole episode in itself Um, raving which I'll get into um, and you know just just that whole aspect I think all of that could have came out of breakdancing and would have really fueled My energy to try to do something different other than what I started to do, which as I get to my as I follow up to that introduction, you know, transitioning gears, that introduction to drugs was really like I said in the the last episode was the beginning of my spiral into a whole different lifestyle. This was my sophomore year now. By this time, I've smoked tons of times. Now I've started to actually drink, you know, underage. Uh, I'm starting to run around. I'm, I'm, I'm hooking up with girls and, you know, and, and even those things, like, that right there, girls, coming back from, coming from close New Mexico, one of the things that I, I remember is that at a young age, because of the culture of the people, because of a lot of this broken home type of society, going out and exploring your sexuality happened a lot younger than it might happen in a normal or a, I don't want to say normal, but in a a better society. Where you have both parents, good working jobs, good education, good extracurricular activities, you know. And that's not to say that COVID isn't like that, but in my upbringing and my surroundings, that's what was prevalent. So fast forwarding to my teenage years, it was very easy for me to get into that, you know, especially with my best friend. We were like peas in a pod. We would feed off of each other, you know, trying to mac on girls and, and, and establish our rap game down. And uh, and, and that's another thing, go getting into rapping, like, and that's a whole podcast in itself too. Uh, so there's many things I can talk about, but this is just a well-rounded about me kind of thing. So I'm getting into all this stuff. My school, my grades, they start to take a dive. They, um, now I'm getting. A couple A's, mostly B's and C's, because I'm not really concentrating on my work. I'm not focused on my schoolwork. M- my mother, you know, she, she didn't finish school, so she could only teach me what she knew. And in these days, in those days, you didn't have, I didn't have the internet at my disposal. So I couldn't just Google something if I didn't know it and see examples. I would have to stay after school, find a tutor, go to the library, and I wasn't about to do that. If I'm gonna stay after school, it's because I'm about to go hang out with my homies and go get high. You know, like that. That's what that was. So, the grades really took a dive. By the time I hit my eleventh grade year, now I'm I'm almost getting in trouble with the law. Um, Grades are really, really taking a dive. I even at one point because my parents were arguing so much I wanted to go live with my grandma and my mom didn't know what to do because I was really messing up she pulled me out of school and I go actually that was towards the end of my sophomore year Uh, she pulls me out of school and then I go stay with my grandma and and I'm staying with my grandma. I'm still getting in trouble. <laughs> um, but then, this was when I had my first experience with, um, with with profiling. Now I won't necessarily say it was racial profiling. I think it was a guilty by association type of thing. Where my uncle w- was getting in a lot of trouble, like... You know, obviously much older than me Um, getting in a lot of trouble Going to jail, been in the pen For quite a few years, getting out So when he went to where my grandma lived And at this time she was living in Texas He, uh When, uh When he went to stay there He got in so much trouble that there was a They they basically did like a damn all points bulletin on him and basically went on a manhunt looking for him because he was strung out. He was strung out on drugs. So he has the same last name as me. And at the, at one point, it was my uncle, my auntie, and me that all carried the Batista last name. Everybody else in my family had different last names. So when I go there, I'm getting enrolled in school. My grandma is the one that's trying to get me in the school. Immediately, because I'm from California, and immediately because I have my uncle's last name, I'm immediately profiled. The principal is automatically, you know, I, I was rocking baggy pants, had big shirts. He's like, hey, you didn't make sure your pants are pulled up and your shirts are tucked in. And I'm like, okay. Well, my pants were pulled up, but I couldn't help the fact that they were baggy um, well, I could i mean they were they were one of my parents uh, one of my dad's pairs of pants, and I was rocking them. I didn't care <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh so i'm in I'm in one of my classes, and I asked to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, and there's somebody in there that was smoking weed. Now, in my perception, this is like a a square school, like nothing happens here. So, I'm taken aback by the fact that somebody was blazing in the bathroom. I didn't see who it was or anything. All I know was somebody was smoking in the bathroom. So, I happen to go into my science class, or no, 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 I go back to my other class and I'm talking to my my homeboy, I'm like, hey man, I'm like, dude, somebody somebody was smoking weed in the bathroom. And he's like, oh, for real? I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm on my way to my science class, I get in the class and almost immediately, hey, uh, hey John uh, Batista, you're needed in the principal's office, okay, so I go to the principal's office, he's like, hey, empty out your pockets, what you mean empty out my pockets, empty out your pockets, I don't have anything, I pull out you know, what I have in my pockets, I don't have anything, and he's like, were you smoking weed in the back? I was like, no, I wasn't smoking at all. I said I smelled it. I said I smelled somebody smoking weed. I didn't see who it was. I thought I told you to pull up your pants. I was like, I, I did. They're not, they're not even down. And then, now mind you, although I didn't have good grades in school because I, you know, I was, I was smoking a lot and everything. Uh, I didn't get in trouble. Like I didn't get suspended for things. I never get. I got expelled. So, this is one of my first real experiences in the principal's office. You know, so for all the stuff I was doing, I always managed to stay out of trouble. Um, but for this experience, for whatever reason, he called me in there. So then he wants to start searching me and he grabs my ankle and I'm like, ow. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, did that hurt? I'm like, yeah, man. And then he lets me go. Then my grandma shows up and she's like, hey, put your stuff away. You're leaving. I got disenrolled from that school that same day, and basically that was it. I I wasn't going to school no more, um, and I got sent back to California. Now, there's, there's a couple, you know, there's some parts where I was getting in a little bit of trouble. Um, you know, I wasn't like breaking crimes or anything, but, you know, I was running around being a knucklehead, and... Like, um, here, for example, one of the guys that, uh, so my, my other uncle and I, we're going cruising around, and all of a sudden, this car tries to flex on us, and I'm like, hey, man, who's that? You know who that is? He's like, nah, man, I don't know who that is, and they keep trying to ride up on us, and they're throwing their hands up. So I jump out the car and I roll right up to their door and there's like three or four of them. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? What you throwing your hands up for? What's up? And me from California, I'm, I'm about that life, man. Like, that's the thing that people don't realize is for all the stuff I was doing, I was about some drama. Like, if we're going to get into it. Let's get into it. You know, but they didn't want it. they were like, yo, man, why? Why'd you tell on my boy? I'm like, man, I didn't tell nothing. All I said was, it smelled like weed in there. I didn't know who was doing anything, man. And then dude was like, oh, okay, my bad, man. Hey, hey you want to go cruise with us? I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? It's cool. And then I told my uncle that I was going to roll out with them. And then I ended up hooking up with old dude, and we was blazing, and we started going high speed down the highway. We were busting raps and everything, and it was all love at that point. But, uh, but you know, that was my first experience with profiling. So that's my that's like my whole sophomore-ish early junior year. I get back to Cali, I'm going to Will C Wood because now my mom is divorced, we're living in an apartment, and on top of that, she's dating some up somebody else. And I'm like, A, I'm already a knucklehead. B I I I no longer have that stability that I wanted in the household. Because I think with that, I probably would have changed. I probably would have toned down what was going on, and I would have got right. But because all that was taken away from me, now, you know, I got to deal with some dude I don't even know. And that just created even more issues. And on top of that, I'm living back in the apartment where I met my best friend at. The same apartment complex. And my best friend is still living there. So what do I do? I go to his house. And now I'm like staying with him from time to time. I stay at the other house where my stepdad, uh, where we used to live. Like I had a spot there. So I was staying wherever just so I could go to school. Um, you know, I could go to go to my other high school, Vanden. But I was messing up at Wilsey Woods. So then my mom takes me out. And then I got to start going, uh, doing home studies, which is homeschool. And I was really messing up there. And then my mom said, nope, you know what, screw that. You gotta go back to regular school. So my senior year, I go back to, um, to Vanden, and then I graduated with my my class, and I and I made up the work that needed to be made up, so that way I could pass. You know, and and granted my my GPA wasn't the highest; it was really low, um, but I graduated, and you know, I I accomplished. My goal, which was to graduate, because my mother didn't graduate. I'm not exactly sure if my father did, um, but I did. You know, but that doesn't mean that I wasn't messing up, because I was. I was getting in a lot of trouble. You know, I was still running around. Now I'm out of school. I got dead-end jobs. And my whole drug experience, which will be another podcast, was on a whole different playing field. I went from smoking weed to damn near everything except needles and crack. You know, and there's some other stuff I didn't do. Um, but I went through this whole gamut of things. But in all those voyages, and all those lessons, I learned about myself and who I was and what things I really gravitated towards outside of those negative influences. But all of that took a toll on me, to where professionally, career-wise, I had to make decisions. So that was my school years, in a nutshell. And in hindsight, I wish I would have did a lot better in school because I was good at English. I was really good in English. I was really good. I think I was pretty good in science. Um, I think that was one of my stronger classes. Math was okay. When I paid attention in class in math and I understood the, the notes and the, and the processes uh, for and formulas, then I was good. But if I didn't understand and I, w- I was falling behind, I ended up paying the price. So, I guess the next part will be what happened after that. And then there's all these other topics I can branch off of. Yep. And that about sums it up.